Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This week, I am inside the Rated Test Kitchen, downtown St. Louis, with the owner, Jawan Rice. Man, it's so good to be here. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad you can make it out. All right, well tell me a little bit about yourself before we get into your business. Yeah, so I am born and raised St. Louis. Um, I'm everything St. Louis. Grew up here, went, graduated from Parkway North High School, um, and literally just once I graduated, jumped straight into the industry. I worked at every restaurant, hotel, casino that you can think of, just to kind of see what I wanted to do in the industry. Um, and then once I kind of figured out what exactly I wanted to do, I just launched straight into it. Um, so graduating high school, I jumped into the industry working at Bait, which was one of the top seafood restaurants here at the time. Um, I was the executive pastry chef, did that for a while. Um, and then one day our chef didn't show up. And so I was the only one qualified to take over the realms. Did that at 18, was running the kitchen, had people working under me that were in the industry for 40 plus years. So that alone was an experience, but it was a huge learning experience as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, how old are you now? I'm 22 now. Okay. Yeah. So you're only 22. <laughs> You've already done all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, what motivated you? Yeah. Um, just the lack of seeing what people my age were doing. It kind of motivated me. I saw what people were doing in other cities and I was like, why is no one doing that here? There's entrepreneurs all across the country but they have outlets and inspiration. We don't really have much of that here in St. Louis. Um, so it takes quite a bit to get started, but once you get started, the sky's the limit. Um, and so I started my first company when I was 14 years old. So backtrack a little bit. I started cooking when I was six years old, just underneath my grandma, asking a thousand and one questions um, because I wanted to know how she was able to take a bag of groceries from Walmart or Snooks and make it a, a full course meal for our family at the end of the night. Um, and so I learned that journey, learned that process. And during that time, me and my grandma were bonding in the kitchen. Um, and so I started my first company, JRS Gourmet, when I was 14 because I wanted to provide the experience that she provided for us, for other people. JRS Gourmet yeah. at 14. At 14, okay. yeah. How did that go? It went great. Um, at the time, my mom was working at Washington University, so I had kind of a built-in clientele because she would take things to work every day, um, whether it was food or pastries or cookies or brownies, whatever it was, whatever I was cooking up that day, she was able to take it uh, to work. And people were like, how do we buy this? How do we purchase this? We have an event coming up. How do we get this from him? And so from there, we started JS Gourmet. I got business cards printed. I got a website up and running, and we were in business. <laughs> what are your friends thinking at that point? You're, what, a freshman in high school? Are you yeah. doing this? So I actually kept it secret for a while because for some reason, when people hear the word entrepreneur or business owner, they think you're a millionaire instantly. And it doesn't work like that. Um, and so I kept it secret for a while just because I didn't want people asking me a billion questions about it or trying to get into it. or I just didn't, I didn't know. There was a lot of unknowns for the business. Um, and I didn't want people talking about, hey, that's a guy that makes the pastries and the cookies and stuff. 
Um, because all through high school, they tried to get me to play football. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't play football. I was in the kitchen most of the time. So I was doing the, the home ex and the, the, what we called it, facts at the time um, and doing the catering club after school and stuff like that. And it was great. It was a great journey. Um, all my friends wanted me to make their birthday cakes and cater for their events and all that type of stuff. So once people found out, it was, it was great. So you were into uh, cooking, obviously, and then what was that uh, thing you did during the pandemic? Feeding the front line. So feeding the front line, um, I was serving meals out of my house. Just me and my cousins got together, and we were like, you know, we were all unemployed at the time. We were like, let's just do something to make some extra income. And so we started servicing meals to just a clientele base that I had built with JR's Gourmet, but we had an abundance of food left over. And I was like, what do we do with this? Um, And so we saw that there was a need for people um, that were in these healthcare uh, facilities because there's a lot of people in my family that are in the healthcare industry. And so we saw that nursing homes were severely impacted because their patients were so at risk for catching COVID and possibly dying from it. So we saw that they were on lockdown for two week to three week periods where the workers couldn't leave the facility just because they were so at risk because of their patients. Um, so we were like, let's service them. Let's provide meals for them. Good, like home-cooked meals is what we were providing. We weren't just opening up cans and stuff and dumping it out and giving it to them. And it was great. It was fun. We did it for about six months, and we fed close to um, almost 6,000 people. Man, that's impressive. Yeah. That is just good for you. Yeah. We appreciate your community service there. Oh, yeah. That's all. And home-cooked meals. I mean, you can't yeah. beat that. <laughs> uh, so tell me about Rated Test Kitchen. Where did the name come from? It's kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I knew that, well, first of all, we're downtown. We know that the restaurants downtown are not thriving like they should because of the lack of traffic down here. So we had to really come up with a concept that was innovative to bring people to downtown and also service the tourists that come to downtown as well. Um, And so I instantly, you know, during COVID, um, I also did a lot of pop-up dinners. And so we would post, we would have a location post a menu and it would be a course out dinner depending on what we were doing, what was in season. And I was like, how do I bottle this up and have this as a full service restaurant? So I was like, let's do a course out menu to make it a lot easier. Um, and then we built everything around the space. So the space isn't huge. So we knew that we could, we had to make use of every inch of the space. Um, so we have the long bar down the middle, uh, just to visualize for people that can't see it. The, we have a long bar down the middle where people can sit on either side of it because I wanted the community feel. I wanted people to be able to talk about the food and talk about their experiences and just get to network and communicate with each other over dinner. But I knew that I wanted to do something where the chefs and the customers could communicate directly. Um, because Yelp, you can post that, but it's not going directly to the business owners or the chefs. Um, I wanted something that we can actually read every night and get the feedback directly from the guest. So I was like, let's build our own rating software. Everyone is rating food nowadays. You see it on Instagram, you see it on TikTok, you see it on Facebook. It's just something that we naturally do when we go places. We rate the ambiance, we rate the experience, we rate the food, the presentation, the service. These are all things that we just naturally do. So I was like, let's give our guests an outlet to do it. Um, and I went through a million and one names, but when I said rated, I texted out to, to my friends that are part of the company and my mom, and they were like, that's it. Let's go with rated. So we went with rated. We added Test Kitchen on just so people know what it was um, because we got flagged for being an inappropriate site just by calling it rated because people thought it was something inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, well, let's call it rated Test Kitchen. Um, and it stuck and it, it's worked for us and it's been great. Well, break down what the experience is like. From our website, you get access to our open table. Um, on open table, we have experiences. So it's not like a traditional restaurant. Everything is up front. We wanted to make sure that the experience for the guest was something that they didn't have to think about, almost if, if they were coming over to a friend's house. Um, and so you pay before you get the experience. You book what date, you book what time, and then you get greeted by our amazing hostess and our front of house serving staff. 
um, and they seat you. You really get to choose where you want to sit because each seat in this restaurant is a different experience. And then from there, you get greeted by seven courses of amazing food. And you can either rate the experience as you're going along or you can wait to the end when you have tasted everything to rate the experience. We wanted to make sure that safety was obviously top priority. So we have in-house security that we take care of. Everything is paid for up front. You don't have to worry about having cash on you when you leave the restaurant at 8 o'clock at night. And it's just a great experience from start to finish, in my opinion. Yeah, so we are actually serving the guests. The chefs are serving the guests. So we are, we're plating up the food right in front of you. We're bringing it to your table. You get to chat with us. If you have a, a question about a particular item on the plate, you can ask us then and there. Um, it's not an experience where you have to tell your server to, to talk to the hostess and then get the, the chef to come out. And, you know, we wanted it to be a community feel. Um, whenever you go to your friend's house, you can walk around in the kitchen. We allow the guests to walk around in the space and get to experience it because we do so many unique things that people have a lot of questions about it. Whether it's something that we do with molecular gastronomy or it's something that we do with our octopus dish, there's so many different questions that people have. So we want to be able to answer those questions for the guests. Molecular Gastronomy is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, yeah. So molecular gastronomy um, is essentially the preparation of food using science. Um, and so we do so many different things using um, – so like our first menu, we had a salad, but the um, vinaigrette was spearified. So if you imagine an egg yolk, you, when you burst open the egg yolk, there's like a thin outer shell on that. That's what we did with vinaigrette. So these two different proteins, when you mix them together, they create an outer, thinner layer. Um, and we were able to spearify a vinaigrette. So as the guests are eating the salad, they're bursting these little pockets of vinaigrette, and it dresses their salad as they're eating it. On our uh, menu a couple months ago, we had a clear flatbread. So we took kuzu starch, potato starch, um, and we mixed them together, and we baked them for four hours. And it tastes like bread. It tastes like it's been flame-grilled, but it's completely clear. So just opening up people to these unique things and unique concepts um, that we typically just don't see in the Midwest. Where do you get your ideas from then? We get inspiration from across the world. I have chef friends that are um, across the world, but then also being able to travel through social media. So we always are sending each other you know, ideas and concepts of what people are doing in other cities and Australia and countries and stuff like that um, because we want to stay on the edge of what we're doing, uh, which is another reason why we rotate our, mon- our, our menu bi-monthly. Um, because we want to stay on top of what we're doing. We want to make sure that we're always being innovative and creative because this is essentially our culinary playground. So we want to make sure that we're always filtering through um, with ideas and concepts that we have. Tell me one of your favorite dishes that you've prepared. Probably our duck pho. So it's, it's a 12-hour um, broth that we make. We throw a lot of aromatics, lemongrass, ginger, uh, Thai basil. Uh, we get duck that we get imported from New Jersey. It cooks for 12 hours. So we put it on the day before. We come in the next morning, and it's, like, perfect. Um, and then we clarify it with egg yolks, which is a trick that a lot of people don't know. Um, so when you look at the broth, it doesn't look like much. But there's so many depths of flavor into it. And so we pair that um, with soba noodles instead of rice noodles because they have a little bit more body to them. Uh, we do sous vide duck breast, grilled bok choy, and micro herbs and chili oil. And it's the best dish that I've ever had. It's so refreshing. It's aromatic. It opens you up. And that would probably be my, my, my favorite dish. Not only because it takes 12 hours and it's time consuming, but it's, it's phenomenal. Duck from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought about that. I know, right? We, we did duck on our first menu, and then a company reached out, and they were like, hey, where are you guys getting your duck? And we're like, no one local. So they were like, they sent us a sample, and we fell in love with it. <laughs> and then to have the customers be able to really give you instant feedback as they're eating it. Yeah. 
I mean, it does sound a little bit like a TV show. Didn't you have some experience with that? Yeah, so I was featured on season 27 of Guy's Grocery Games. Um, the episode was called Snack Attack. So I flew out to San Francisco. We pulled up to this creepy warehouse, and <laughs> we walk in, and it's it's 10,000 square feet of grocery store. And it was great. It was an amazing opportunity. I got to meet so many amazing people on the show, producers and the, the chefs that I were competing against, Guy Fieri, the judges that they had, and it was great. But when you're a chef and you create something, it's always a little bit intimidating when you get judged or critiqued for that dish because you put so much time and energy into it. Um, and so we kind of had to take a step back when we were creating this concept because we almost had to humble ourselves. It's like we know that it, it, there's always room for improvement. And so we want to be open to the suggestions and the feedback and the criticism. But, no, that, that journey alone has inspired so much in my career. So it was, it was great. How much uh, does this experience cost for people? Um, on average, we're about 200 bucks per person. Um, that includes all seven courses. The way we break up our menu is we have three starting courses. We have a palate cleanser in between. And then we have three, two entrees and a dessert. I actually went with the 313 because that's our address. So we're at 313 North 11. So I wanted to break up the menu in that way. The the team that I have for this concept is so amazing. Um, Bree and Jay, who own Delicious Emporium, which is an amazing bakery. They're on South Jefferson, but they're moving off of South Kings Highway now. Um, they're part of the team. So our pastries, our desserts, everything come, comes from them. Um, and it's amazing. Jorge, who's our mixologist, does some amazing cocktails and, and mocktails. And he's just phenomenal. Um, and then the team that we have been able to put together for front of house, servicing and all that type of stuff is amazing. I'm curious as to what the restaurant community in downtown specifically, mm-hmm. how they've responded to you. This kid from North St. Louis, he's 22 years old. He opened up <laughs> this new place. They have really embraced me. Um, the food culture here, not just from the food perspective, but the family perspective has been great. Um, being able to partner with like restaurants like High Point and do things with them and collaborating through social media and stuff like that has been phenomenal. Um, and I almost feel like the little brother of the industry because <laughs> everyone has kind of taken me under their wing. You've only been open since September. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans Where's your mind go for the future? <laughs> yeah, so we are wanting to take our rated concept and put it digital. So we're actually in the process right now of creating um, an interface for not only us, but other restaurants to take part in the rating system as well. Um, but then also advertise, adding uh, a video aspect to it. So we want to branch off and kind of do um, a little bit more kid-friendly content. So we want to sit down. We want to create the octopus dish and have a kid rate this, the food on a scale of 1 to 10. Because who, who doesn't want to see that? Um, so that's something new that we're launching. Um, and just taking this rated brand and expanding on it um, and possibly looking at what it looks like for expansion as far as space is concerned. So if people want to come have this experience, so yeah. what should the, how do they do it? Yeah, so if you head over to www.rated-tk.com, it'll take you to our website. You can see our amazing menus that we have published. Even our past menus are on there as well. And then you can go to our Open Table link. If you go to Open Table, it'll be a tab for experiences. Typically, what we'll do is we'll have our dinner service, and then we'll have our brunch experience on there. So you can reserve that. But then we also do special events as well. So Valentine's Day, we have a three-course menu that we're launching. But yeah, just staying up to date because we're always innovative. We're always doing new things. So just making sure you guys stay up to date with everything that we got going on. It's the Rated Test Kitchen. It's downtown on 11th. Juwan Rice, thanks so much. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 